hey there, and thank you for joining. You're listening to Good Morning Sunshine, where we wake up to see that perspective reveals miracles. I'm Callie Carroll, aka Chemo Mom, aka Fit Coach, aka Positivity Junkie, aka your new best friend and fan. Oh, and I am also your host. All right, enough shenanigans, let's get started. Stop trying to be perfect and be you. I'm talking to myself right in this moment, and I thought it was a great way to get to know you guys because, you know, how much time do we spend in the pursuit of perfection when perfection is non-existent, first of all. Perfection is the result of judgment, and the real pursuit should be in stepping into our greatest self. So hey, I'm Callie Carroll. This is my greatest self. This is how I'm showing up today, just to get to know you guys a bit. And I thought I would do so by telling you about some of my imperfections, some of my good moments, my bad moments, and just taking you through a walk of the chapters of my life, as I like to call them. So I define my life by 10 chapters so far, you know, 44 years old, 10 chapters. I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but this is what I'm going to say. And I think going through these things, we can get to know each other on this journey together. You guys just have a little bit of a background story. All right, you guys. So kickstarting, It's not about being perfect. It's about being you. Here's me. Chapter number one, scared as shit little child. Ah, That's a long chapter and it's a little bit worriedy, but it tells you the, tells you the basis. You guys, I was really scared growing up as a kid. I was, I was scared all the time. Nervous Nelly, uh, really frightened, mostly of people like coming at night and taking me. Like I would check the doors and locks every single night over and over again. I'd slide, like sleep underneath my bed. I would, I would cry and cry and cry because I didn't want to go to sleep because I was just so so afraid. And it was a, it was, I mean, it was a, it was a beautiful chapter of my life, but when I look back, like there was a lot of darkness to it. And part of this journey of getting to know each other and the imperfections that I have is that through the darkness, we find light and that we do have this ebb and flow of our life moving back and forth, but it's us learning how to cope with the back and forth, right? Us learning how to cope both the valleys and the mountaintops. So chapter number one, scared as shit little kid. Okay. Chapter number two of my life, you guys just getting to know you was an athlete. I was an athlete. This chapter is called athlete. That's it. Athlete. I was a gymnast growing up. Uh, It was my passion. And I really found safety, security, and confidence in the gym above all other areas. Like I was very timid and shy outside of that setting, but within a gym, I just felt protected and powerful. And through athleticism, I learned a lot of key attributes. I would say that I'm able to bring into our conversations that have served me very well in my life and also maybe hindered me at some points. Attributes like tenacity, work ethic. We practice for 20 hours a week while going to school for accelerated programs. So it was a lot. The power of failing. Gymnastics is a lot about failing. You guys falling over and over again. Like that's just, you have to fail to move through. Getting out of my comfort zone very uncomfortable a lot of the time. And I found comfort in the uncomfort once I did it enough. So a lot of those lessons in the second chapter of my life, athleticism leads me to some of these conversations we have. And and it's part of my imperfect, you know, it's not um, striving for the perfection. That's just, you know, it's me finding me in those moments. Uh, Chapter number three, young mom. 
came out of college, met my husband, got married, had our bigs, as we refer to them now. We'll find out in a couple minutes why. But this stage was all about being present with my kids. And it was also one of those chapters that, you know, did kind of feel perfect. And some of the chapters in our life, they hopefully more and more as we find a different perspective, we find that we can identify them as perfect. But it was like this time where things were just going right for my husband and I, for our full family. We're making good money. We're buying our dream home. We've got great relationships with our friends. We step into entrepreneurship. My husband goes into mortgaging and I'm doing real estate and things were just fun at that time. That's a, the third chapter of my story of being young mom, which leads me to the next one. So we're on the mountaintop at that time, right? Sometimes I talk about the mountaintop and how from the mountaintop, what you get to see is the next mountain. But in order to get to that next top, you got to go back down. And boy, did we go back down. Chapter number four is called bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. What a beautiful chapter. Not really. I mean, now looking back, I wouldn't have it any other way, but man, it was a hard period of our life. As I just said, we were in mortgages and real estate. And if you guys lived and really felt like you experienced the great recession of 2008, 2009, we were like the characters of, of the big short. Did you guys see that? Except for not, we, we didn't have like malintention. We were really trying to support all of our clients to get the best homes with the best mortgages so they could put the most money in their pocket. Anyways, long story short, no longer was the way of the mortgage industry or the real estate world. Everything was turned upside down and neither one of us enjoyed the industry. We lost my husband's company. I just didn't enjoy what I was doing anymore. So we had this like about face moment in our lives where we were like, what do we do now? Like, do I, do we get childcare and I go to work for someone else? Ugh. Like, ugh, I just, I just can't guys. Like I, I am an entrepreneur through and through, right? Leaving the babies at home. Does my husband go back and find his way in the financial world? Or do we do something that we're passionate about? And we chose passion and assumed that that meant that we would make no money <laughs> and make no money. We did for quite a while. It was this time of my life where I had my ego driving a lot. Talk about, it's not about being perfect. It's about being you. Like my you at the time was like stepping out, doing an Eeyore thing of why me and everybody else is getting loan mods and we're not able to get a loan mod and our house can't short sell and wham, wham, wham. And I literally made myself sick, you guys, sick. For years, I was in and out of the doctors trying to figure out what was going on with my digestion because ultimately what it came down to was the stress I was putting on myself by what I was choosing to wrap myself up in so tightly over and over was bringing more stress and more concern and more fear and it was eating away at me. And at some point, I don't know when, I had this realization like this chapter has got to end. I get it. We're imperfect, you know, but like this chapter, I want, I want to step into my next me because this me is not enjoyable to be around. So we moved from that chapter into the next. And I call this one of my life, I call it books. I know, super, 
<laughs> super great verbiage, Cal. Books, chapter books in my life. So what happened is when we decided that we were going to go and pursue our passion over finances, we just like succumb to the fact that it's like, you know, it's cool. We don't go out to eat. We say no to the kids all the time. We buy minimal things. We eat cheaper foods in home. Our entertainment is maybe some popcorn and a DVD. And that was just going to be okay. And we started to pursue some things that we loved. And for me, being a previous athlete, I had already been teaching some different fitness classes. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go full personal training, start my own company, people working out in my basement, personal training people on the side. And I'm just going to give myself a year to see if I can build this. And my husband was like, you know, I love soccer. He's soccer through and through since he was little. So he goes back to the soccer world. I go to the fitness world and we're, we're diving into our passions and, and starting to find the joy again. And through that, one thing that I did is because we were making money anywhere we could. So I was coaching gymnastics. My daughter, my, one of my bigs, was a gymnast at the time. So I had two kids at this time, Kins and Jace. And I was coaching gymnastics. One of the girls that I coached, her dad was like, hey, you know, I, I know you need some extra money. We can all see that. Would you like to watch my daughter? And I started watching a couple different kids as an extra side income. So now I'm coaching, doing fitness, personal training, watching kids. And then he was like, I think, you know, what would you think about a mentorship? And I'm like, huh, mentorship, like what, what, what exactly does that look like or mean? And in my thought at this point, you guys, as a man, I don't know, 29 year old, 30 year old, I had stopped learning since college. And, and yes, I mean, I got certifications. I did things like that, right? Different licenses, but I didn't put learning and expanding my mind in my forefront. If I was reading a book, you bet your bottom dollar, it was Nicholas Sparks. Still enjoyable, right? But I, I hadn't been intentionally putting myself in a position of learning. And my mentor, which I was like, okay, let's do this. Don't know what that means. He recommended because I was all over the board with all of these different ideas of my business of what I wanted to do and adding nutrition and um, doing different programs and weight loss things, all this, this different stuff. And he's like, okay, Cal, let's start. I want you to get the book called Eat That Frog. Haven't you guys read or listened to that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Probably not though, right? Probably not. Because I, I, that, I don't have time to be reading a book about how to find time. Like, right? What is he talking about? And I kept putting it off. And eventually he was like, grab your phone right now, download this, and you can buy the book right here. And I was like, okay, he just took away every excuse I have. I guess I'm reading the book, Eat That Frog. And it was the start of an amazing journey. Some of you guys have experienced this. Some of you guys are maybe just about to start it. But when you open your mind and your, your, your ideology to having personal development in your world, things start to shift. And what happened is I read one book, right? And he started talking about other, um, other authors. So then I grabbed their books. And then that author directed me to another one. So, you know, I'm moving from Brian over to Stephen Covey, to Napoleon Hill, to Andy Andrews. And it's like this wild web of personal development. And with every book, I was introduced to new tactics, new tools, new ways of looking at things that was, that it was supporting my life. And I didn't even know it. We're the state of bankruptcy. We're literally bottoming out like negative money in our bank account, trying to figure out how we're going to like work things for the next couple of years, building our business. And I don't know, within a couple of years, we're back to six figure earnings. And it was like the things I was being instructed to in my book chapter spoke so directly to me that 
the, the culmination was an actual picture of what I was in my brain was all of a sudden in front of me. There was actually this thing in one of the books that I read called a prosperity plan. This was from Stephen Covey. And he had us go through and like, it was very specific of how we created this plan. And I decided for some unknown reason that I was going to start running. You guys, I'm a gymnast. I, I, we sprint like, right. We're fast twitch, not slow twitch. We go, we're like, and then we're done. Why would I run? Why would I, why would I do that to myself? But I knew that I needed some, something to change. And I knew that I needed some alone time having young kids at home. So I would get up every morning by 6am. I was out the door and I'd run from about 6am till 709. I don't know why that was the time. It got a little bit shorter when I got a little bit faster, but during that time, I started to go through this prosperity plan in my head. And I had this visualization, this deep visualization of what I wanted my world to look like. And I found myself a couple years later, speaking on stage in front of about 1200 people sharing about this, having the realization right there that I was like, oh my gosh, that plan from the way that I woke up, the way that my floors look, my bed looked, what I did next, what I'm, what my passion is, what I'm running after in life, that plan is my actual life now. It was a pretty cool thing, right? So the chapter of books led me to really get to know my me, right? And the things that I wanted to move forward with in my life. And things were, again, going really well for us. And as might happen from time to time, I'm sitting on this mountaintop, right? There's another mountaintop over there, but I can't get to it unless I go back down. And God had been telling me to slow down a little bit. You guys know when you're getting the sign, it's like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, here's an ankle injury, a little surgery here. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, you've got this going on. Like if you were trying to get you like, whoop, like maybe, maybe let's take a, take a little uh, inventory, Cal. You're, you're so checked into work. You're so addicted to building these different businesses. You've got a gym now. You're opening up another facility. Um, you've got this team of people that you're working with. You've got, you know, all these different physical transformation programs and like all of this stuff. And he's like, you need to look, look at their small children in your world. Look around you. Have you lost that presence? So after he tried to give me multiple signals and I wasn't listening, finally he threw a shelf at my head. This is how I tell the story, right? So I'm sending up one of my second locations and I'm putting up this whiteboard and this shelf is up here and it's just, you know, just toss it, toss it right down, right on the, right on the top of the head. And I pull my, you know, I rub the head in my head and I'm like, oh man, what I do? And I, I put my hand up on the whiteboard again that we're trying to hang up and there's just blood everywhere. And I was like, Okay, I think I might have injured myself a bit. So I go home, clean up the wound. Long story short, you guys, a traumatic brain injury for a year. Talk about learning to slow down. My chapter of concussed, which is, oh, I'm sorry, skip the chapter piece. Remember how we're talking about chapters? Books, we were in the books. And then the second one where I was like, everything was so good. And I was building, that was called the climb. You guys are like, it's cool, Cal. We're not writing down your chapters. That's for you. Anyways, that was the climb. So I've already moved us through books, through the climb. And now we're at concussed. Okay. Chapter of concussed, not, not my easiest chapter. Although my me was so far removed from me that it wasn't that difficult to traverse because I couldn't fight it. I mean, like God had to make it like so obvious for me that I wasn't able to fight it because I, I just, I slept, 
I, we, I couldn't, I couldn't be on screens. It's called going dark, right? No screens, no TV, no books, no movies. Um, definitely no social media, like being away from all of those different things to allow your brain to heal. Plus I was so tired that I would wake up, get my kids to the bus. I'd come back. I'd sleep on the couch. I'd sleep out on the porch. I'd sleep back in the backyard. I remember going for a walk. This is a crazy memory where like before my neighbors were used to seeing me like, you know, like sprint around the block or like flip tires with a group of women up and down the block or training kids up and down lunging. And this is me now. I'm literally like, I don't know, like hoodie on big old sweats and it's the summertime. And I'm like, I'm, I'm shuffling like a 90 year old man up the street trying to just get out and be normal. And I, I, I couldn't, I had to be in that. I had to be in that chapter for a full year, taking the time to learn how to slow down a time of meditation, a time of introspection, and a time that really brought me to a new desire to really focus on the mental side of our transformation, as well as to study neurologically how our brains work and how unbelievably amazing they are and the changes that we have at our fingertips if we choose. So from this program, and, and also I'm just going to throw this in there because it, it is a part of the story. There was this moment at the end of my concussion and the end with quotes around it, right? Where I was finally invited to go back to speak. At, at least I finally accepted an invitation to go back out and speak because I wasn't, I just intellectually, I didn't think I could handle any of that. I was so tired. So I get to this event in Minnesota and um, I'm up there and I'm like, okay, like, let me be very honest with you guys. One year traumatic brain injury. I'm going to forget some words. I probably am going to forget what I'm talking about in the middle of one of the things. Could you guys just make sure you're taking good notes and then back me up when I have no clue what I'm talking about? And they, they invited me to talk to him. It ended up being a great event. Went out uh, with a friend afterwards from college, happened to live in Minnesota. We met up and we're just, we're hanging out and we're chatting and she's talking about asking me all sorts of questions. And then she says, you know, well, Kelly, you, do you know what Reiki is? And I was like, you know, I think I might, I probably have one of something like that in my shed. Like that was my sincere answer. And within the next 30 minutes, this visualization of the concussion leaving my body, I know it's going to sound wacky to some of you guys, but hey, welcome to my wacky world. Like leaving my body, the headache that I had had for over a year was just like, I was like, I was like, what just happened? And she's like, well, that, that we're moving some energy around freeing up space. We, that's part of what Reiki is. And that was my introduction to the, the energetic world, right? Like really being mind, body, and soul in completion. And this chapter of Concussed led me to another company that I started where I was supporting women with their journey and coping with surviving and thriving throughout life which is interesting because it's part of the tools that I was going to be using coming up in the near future. So after my chapter concussed, we're almost there. You guys, you're getting to know all of the me, not the perfect me, absolutely not, but the real me, the authentic me, which is what I pride myself on doing, led me to the, the next phase of old mom is what we call this. We had the young mom face back, I don't know, five chapters, eight chapters ago. Now we're in the old mom chapter. So in all of this experience, the climb, the concuss, all of the different things we were going through, you know how marriages sometimes have up and downs? Have you guys ever noticed that? 
like, who, what? And like my, like we had had some different things and like, we were at a point in our marriage where like, you know, what are we, are we, are you going right? And I'm going left or are you going left and I'm going right? Or like, are we going to like figure this out parallel, like moving together? And we brought our marriage back together in such an amazing way that I do believe God was like, I know you guys, I know you guys haven't had a baby in 13 years. And I know that you're doing the exact same things to protect yourselves as you did before. But guess what? Surprise, you're pregnant and you're 39 years old. <laughs> old mom stage. Ha -ha. Um, so we knew that our surprise baby was going to need a baby brother because I, I, you know, like just give them a sibling. So we went ahead and did everything that we could to make that happen. And now I have two bigs, two littles and the chapter of the old mom is a really cool one for me because it's where I have this perspective of both like the 20 year old mom and the 40 year old mom and what it's like to have a different level of like patience and presence. And still my word that year when I was just starting to have babies again was flow. How do I flow from being a present mother as well as an entrepreneur and a businesswoman? How do I do both with all of my soul? And I, I learned a lot of lessons through this old mom chapter, which leads me to the final chapter that I just experienced because I don't know what I'm in now. So it leads me to the chapter called Chemo Mom. Uh, some of you guys have listened to my story before, but my youngest of four kids was diagnosed in June of 2022 with a rare disease, an autoimmune disease, a blood disease, a cancer. It's arguably all of the different things called LCH, which is incurable but can be treated. The doctor actually told us your lives will never, like he will survive, but your lives will never be the same. And boy, was that like, there's no joke about that. Also, one of the tumors he had was in his pituitary, which gave him another rare disease, as well as the potential for affecting his other seven hormones. So we will be followed by endocrinology forever, by oncology forever. We went through a year and a half of chemo in and out of hospitalizations, 58 chemo infusions, like just a very, very challenging year. And what was so incredible about this, so many different things, you guys, is that for my whole life, for the other nine chapters, God had been preparing me for this chapter. I had been introduced to the tools and lessons and support that I personally needed to get through and move, you know, move, I guess, move through this chapter with as much grace and love as I could. And I'm not saying that there weren't dark times. I'm not saying that there weren't challenges because there absolutely were, right? But and that just sounds funny. But in a whole, I was still able to reach out and hold on to gratitude and faith and the, the tools that I had to support me and still authentically share for that year and a half with everybody what was going on. And what was so neat about that is the people that had been watching me, because I started doing live videos in 2017, people were like, okay, is she really that joyous? Is she really that happy? Is, is she really that fill in the blank here? And some, I've gotten some comments like just waiting for me to fail. Like, I just want to hear, I just want to see that you can fall on your face. Those are actually messages that I've received and words that I've heard and fall on my face. Did I ever, but I wasn't ready to stay down there. I wasn't ready. Like when I went through my bankruptcy chapter, I wasn't ready to embrace those emotions and habits 
upcoming, this new chapter of chemo mom. So through all of this, you guys, that's my story basically up until this point. And this is why I feel like I have a space to share different things and experiences that have been a part of my chapter, my world that can support other people in their life experiences. And that's really what my mission is now. I don't know what my next chapter is. I don't, we'll name that. It's easier to name. You don't write the title of your book until you're done with the book. So we'll do that down the road. But right now, I know that my word this year is shine. I know that my mission is to support other people in stepping into their happiness and their joy, irregardless of what's going on in the world. And not to say that we're going to push and shove pain and fear and sadness under the rug. Like we're not going to do that. We still address and we are with those emotions, but how do we move through them? How do we accept them? How do we, how do we welcome them and allow them to leave us so that we can be in this world in our greatest light and our greatest happiness. And I love this. The title of this video is because I've been planning on doing a podcast in addition to my live videos forever, right? You guys have been asking since 2021. It's 2024 now. And it, like seriously thinking about it for the last year, although my mind's been awfully consumed with chemo and whatnot for the last year. So I've been like, okay, I'm going to do it, right? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But I was like, I was hung up on perfection. And I was talking to a friend at the gym today. She does podcasts as well. And she was just like, you know, we're just conversing. I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I need to have X, Y, and Z done and complete. And she's like, how that's not who you are. Like a, a, a perfectly polished anything isn't, that isn't who you are. We're not, you know, we're not trying to be perfect. We're trying, try to be you. And I was like, got it clear, right? Obviously home from the gym, haven't done anything to get ready. I am just jumping on to be, be here and tell you guys authentically who I am. My, my, my most me that I've gotten to know so far in my 44 years and let you guys know that over the course of these teachings or these lessons or these discussions and conversations and wherever they go, my hope is to be able to bring you a little bit more light, a little bit more love, a little bit more patience, a little bit more joy. And hopefully at the end of the day, you guys see that perspective really does reveal miracles because that is my tagline because it's the truth. You guys, I am Callie Carroll. Excited to get to know every one of you who I have not met. For those of you that we've been hanging, chilling for the last six years, hey, welcome back. That's my full story. I appreciate you guys. Light and love from my sunflower sunshine room to yours. And I'm wishing you the best evening ever. All right, guys. Bye. Well, thanks for joining friends. Don't forget to subscribe and go ahead and share. That's how we impact more lives. You know, uh, if you want some short snippets and other fun, follow me at Callie Carroll, pretty much on everything. See you on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. I uh, love you guys and we'll see you next time.